Good morning everybody, it's Monday, it's a new week, but we don't care, it's a new week. We only care about the next 24 hours ahead of us, don't we? That's what we do in this podcast, that's that's the aim of the game with us here. So, this podcast today though is important, it's on a topic of self-image. Um, we spoke about this in Book Club last week, and we touched upon it on uh, on the weekly review as well, and I think that it's something that's not really spoke about so much because what happens is you go on your phone and you see a photo of yourself from two years ago and you were lighter and you go, oh, I wish I looked like that now. But then if you really think about it and you're honest with yourself, you weren't happy with your body then either. You're never happy with the body you're in. Like, of course, when you feel progress, you feel strong, you get it. But there's always a sense that we're, not, we're never going to be good enough. We're not there and we're always... We always need to change, we always need to keep up with things, we always need to do this and that, based on obviously what society's telling us, Instagram and stuff like that. So with that knowledge of knowing that even when we do lose the 25 pounds, the 50 pounds, 100 pounds that we, we think we need to lose to get to a certain state, we're still then not fully appreciative of what we look like or what we are then, or of our body, so those days are kind of gone. Like you don't even remember those happy days basically because we're always unhappy with who we are and what we're doing so the days become blurs and it's a self-image thing it's nothing to do with like the actual losing of weight a lot of people lose weight and nothing happens and the same there's a book called Psycho-Cybernetics that covers this of plastic surgeon kept doing pl- successful surgery on people fixing their noses and I mean fixing them you know in very commas uh and he kept, the people still weren't happy after it. And he's like, what is going on? Like, they, I'm doing exactly what they want, but they're still not happy. And he figured out the self-image problem. So he started doing, uh, like, before doing surgery, he started doing, like, actual chatting to them first and understanding their self-image problem and improving that first. And I, th- I don't know the exact number because it eludes me. I haven't read the book in ages, but it's, like, a huge drop-off and people actually then going on to surgery because they're, like, doing the acceptance part. And I think... That's the important part in fitness, health fitness, to start with this. Because if we don't start doing this from the start, we hit the ultimate failure. The ultimate failure is we get to the goal we set out previously and we're still not happy, we're still not fulfilled. That's the ultimate failure. Imagine losing, you've got a goal, say it's 30 pounds, you lose 30 pounds, you're still not happy. You didn't like any day from day one until the day you lost the 30 pounds. You still essentially hate yourself right and every day of that life you've wasted because every day if we make the most of every day that's what makes up our life doesn't it so if we if we're always like grueling through the days no pain no gain we hate ourselves we're punishing ourselves to lose weight because we think we're unworthy whatever we get to the end and they're still ours and we're still unhappy like what what do we do from there like then we go back reverse and your your dieting happens. So the first thing we need to do is is that total like weight loss, okay, is important in regards to if you need to lose weight. So if you are overweight or obese or whatever, and you accept that fact and you look at it in the face, do you know what? I am overweight, I am obese, and I want to change it and I want to lose weight. And of course I'm gonna look better, you know, I think I'm gonna feel more comfortable in my own skin, but also the health benefits, because there are health benefits to be at a healthier weight in the range, but that's gonna that's going to happen over time, is a byproduct of the lifestyle we build. We're not doing weight loss at all costs, which is what the fitness industry is. We're doing weight loss at all costs, and it is at the cost of mental health a lot of the time. And we're always in conflict every day. We wake up every day, we go, I shouldn't eat sugar. So you're always in conflict with you and sugar every day. 
I can't eat that, I can't eat that, I can't eat that. You're always willpower fighting. You've only got a finite amount of willpower a day. You're always fighting. You're always fighting everything every day. You're fighting yourself. You're fighting going to the gym because you hate it. You don't know what you're doing or you, you know, you're, you're confused. You're fighting the temptations. You're fighting the craving. You're fighting the hunger. You're fighting everything all the time. You're in conflict 24-7. How do you think you're going to feel when you, when you live a lifestyle that way? And you know the people say, like, be kind to yourself. And it's kind of like, that's a simple part of it. Like, what does that mean? But what really we need to happen is we need to be more aware of all of the uh, stimulus, like the stimuli we have. So the environment we're in causes us, you know, triggers cravings, triggers us to want to, you know, change your training. For example, as a young man, I'd go on Instagram maybe back in the day, see a guy shredded and go, oh, you know, I need to change my training right now. Go and plan to change my training you speak to boys and they're you know all kind of boys are on all kind of performance enhancing drugs and stuff like that you're actually in your head debating like well you need a shortcut because and it all comes from the trigger of just seeing a photo of a guy in his peak who's got edited edited the photo looks phenomenal in that photo that has caused me then to even debate thinking about doing like extreme diets and extreme training and whatever it is like as an example that could happen that does happen but what if I was able to just notice the fact that I see that photo, I see that it's now my, myself wants to kind of pick up my own training to look like that, but I don't want to stop the fact that that's happened, I don't want to fight against them purely accepting the fact that that's happened, and the power it has over you diminishes, because you're not trying to fight everything all the time, because if I took that photo and I wanted to be there, which is not possible right now, it's not a fact, it's an illusionary goal in the future, I'm now in conflict all day to try and get to that, I'm trying to figure out ways to get to that now, 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 my day, the, the, the minutes and hours go throughout the day, my day is gone, of me trying to fight the fact that I want to be like I'm in conflict, does that make sense? I think we need to remove those, this is where, where comparison is absolutely root, like terrible, like we, we have to get rid of comparison, like we, we have to figure out, we have to be, be totally aware in each day, if we be totally aware every day of these influences on us without trying to change them, we accept them, I don't want to fight against it, I don't want to go with it, I'm just seeing it, that's the magic, so that's what we're trying to, and I spoke about that last week, but in terms of the self-image stuff, right, if you're with Turtle, if you're with us, eventually over time, you, the weight will come off because we're building a lifestyle that, that that is a byproduct. That's what happens, right? So we then use the mental energy we've saved from the fact we're always looking at numbers of weight and all that to look at the more important stuff, to look at how we're going to build mental resilience, awareness, self-awareness, self-knowledge, uh, you know, reading books, learning about that, putting our energy into friendships and family because... The studies are clear on it. 60% of our happiness, according to research, comes from our relationships and I mean, friends and family and, and your partner. So the vast majority of our happiness comes from the interaction we have with other humans in our lives. That's a just flat out truth. And, you know, even on Weekly Review, people saying, you know, not being able to go into work and stuff makes it hard, makes the days, you know, work from home is horrible, you know, having a human kind of fulfillment. So... Whilst when we're on this weight loss journey, we start something, especially in January, we're in the danger of zo zooming in so much to the fact that we're trying to lose weight. We ignore the other things that are actually more important 
And then we end up too late realizing that this struggle for months has resulted in weight loss, but I'm still not happy. I've, my friends, I've spoken to them, my work has suffered, I've been a miserable git. I've just been researching about fat loss stuff and all this toxic stuff. <clears throat> and now, now I'm here. And that's what happens, and it's a downward spiral. Then it's comfort eating, getting out of it, binge eating, yo-yo dieting, and then just go back into a diet. It's kind of this, what they call you know, the diet culture type of stuff. Um, so yeah, so I think self-image, um, you know, the question really is, is it possible to be living a day today with joy, with happiness, with, you know, attention to our friends, family, the most important things, whilst not being at the, with the, at the body we want to be at? at the health level, is it possible? Of course it's possible. So we don't actually need to be at our goal physique or goal life to make the most of the days ahead, the days in front of us. That's what people are doing. They feel, they, you think you need to get to the goal first to then become happy. It's the biggest lie we do. We, this is the, one of the biggest lies we say to ourselves. We say, but yeah, I just need to get that job. I just need to earn another five grand a year. I need to earn another 10 grand. I just need to be able to go on one more holiday a year. I just need to be able to buy a bit nicer food every week. I just need to be able to like live in a slightly nicer place. And with it, this, the biggest lie, we, this progress lie. We think once we get to that, then we can be happy. And it never happens. It doesn't. I mean, there is a, there is a correlation between earning money and happiness and it drops off at a, you know not at a huge level at like I think it's like seventy five thousand dollars a year or something which is still a, a considerable amount of money but and it's not to say oh people under the poverty line can just do it that's a different topic entirely and I'm very uh something I, that I actually look into a lot and I think it is actually quite frustrating sometimes when people don't into, take into the fact that your socio-economic background can massively impact weight gain and stuff because cheaper food is full of calories it's junk food when there's families to feed single mothers no time you know what do you think they're going to eat do you think they're going to worry about the total calories and being at the good you know at the, at the decent level of body fat no the, the first thing is to earn more money for security for rent for bills and you know most people are now getting to debt and all this stuff that's a completely different topic um but we can't wait until we become what we think we want to do to be making the most of each day. So this is a self. This is the self-image thing. We, our self, our ego, thinks we always need to be progressing all time, and we'll get there. And it keeps tricking us, and we keep going and going and going. And you hear stories of these millionaires, business tycoons, you know, especially someone like Steve Jobs, who absolutely loved Apple and his creative pursuit of building products for the world, helping the world, you know, connect and stuff like that. Even he on his deathbed was like, you know, just wanted to be with his friends and family. Do you know what I mean? Steve Jobs, the guy that thought Apple was his actual kid, basically, even said that, you know, that was the most important thing to him. So his ego kept him going and going and going. And, you know, he likely regretted a lot of his years of his life because he didn't give any of that energy to his, to his family. So why are we, are we going to get tricked by the same thing? Are we going to let our ego trick us into thinking we're never good enough because we need to keep getting better, right? And better and better and better. And our self-image is always getting hit because we have this certain image of ourselves and that image of ourselves we think is never good enough based on what society's bouncing back of it. And therefore our self-image is always taking the battering and therefore we're always in conflict with it. And therefore we're never totally happy with ourselves. Therefore that'll be the state forever and ever and ever and ever. And that's the warning. That's what I don't want to happen to any. Like, look, 
over Christmas, wedding, drinking, whatever, ate whatever they wanted basically, try to be try to be moderate of course like always, didn't put loads of weight on, but I'm obviously put weight on, put fat on, I'm looking at myself now, to, oh yeah, yeah, definitely put fat on there, I have no emotional reaction to that, I have no worry in reaction to the, the fact that I've put weight on over Christmas, because it's not that much of a big deal to me, like I know why it's happened, and I know what I need to do to reduce it, so I know the whys and hows and whatever, and that's the fact of it. I'm not putting myself work on, I've put that on because I'm a lazy, miserable git who should never have eaten those delicious, delicious cakes and cookies and, you know, dinners and all that stuff. No. And I'm not saying if I manage to then lose the three or four pounds I've gained, I'm going to become an absolute legend and a different person. Well, obviously not either. So there's people, some of us uh, think there's a difference between weighing, you know, 130 and 140 or 130 and 145. What is the difference apart from you slightly lower in body fat? If you're not changing, if you're not changing who you are fundamentally on the journey of health, and it's a forever journey, by the way, this health journey, total health is forever. It's your new path. You know, if you're not becoming a person of integrity, value, honesty, and all this stuff on the way, then what are we doing? What's the point of losing fat to just become a leaner person who hasn't made any progress mentally? Absolutely pointless. So you know a leaner version of your same self, which is the same problems, because all our problems are essentially psychological. We all have fear, anxieties, la 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 la. And they gotta go basically. Or we gotta accept them so they do melt away. If we accept them, they melt away. If we try and fight them all the time, we're always in conflict, which means every day is miserable. So let's stop with the conflict every day. Stop fighting our own self-image today. Look at it. It's you, you've made that up. The self-image you have of yourself is purely made up in your mind based on society. Look, if you were a hunter-gatherer, they're always naked. They're not walking around going, oh my God, look at that. Look at him. Look at Timmy with a crossbow. No, I, was bad. I shouldn't say it with a crossbow, but maybe maybe it is. Timmy with a crossbow. You know how much of a fat he's got? They're literally naked. Some more the women, see, I went to a hunter-gatherer, uh, what was it called? Amazonia in the, in the Natural History Museum. Just portraits of them standing there naked. Because society, their society, their environment's not telling each other that, you know, if they weigh a bit more, they're, they're, not, they're, invaluable, they're not as valuable or whatever. So they're just happily walking around looking whatever they want. It's just how they are. It was is. There's no, there's no uh, kind of image att- attached to certain physiques. Does that make sense? So our self-image is purely made up on the society we're in. So, but we've made that society. We've created this inside us individually because we keep playing into it and keeping, you know. So, can we be free from that? Is the question. Can you be free from the demands that this environment, society, whatever you want to call it, has on your self image? That it wants you to look excellent. Can we just look around and go, pretty ridiculous? I get it. Get the influence as powerful images, whatever. It's. These adverts tell you you can have all the sex and the desire on these women and men after you and you this and that. You know, and you, you can sit back and just be totally free from it and laughing, essentially. Like, I get it. A powerful force. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really nice to have everybody after me if I looked like that with some abs and people come up to you on the beach and touching your abs. And you know, those stupid ads do happen. But it's an illusion. It's not true. And then we're going to be free. So that's it for today. I hope, uh, any, I don't know if any of that made sense, tell me, I think, like, I'm just, I'm thinking out loud, I'm trying to think of, 
all the conversations I've had and the book club and the weekly review and conversation with people, it all come in, it's all similar things coming up and doing this for years and years of talking. Because we have, we do speak mentally in turtle about mental stuff. So we don't just talk about white rice versus brown rice and chicken versus, you know, beef and all this stuff. That's not the main discussion of the topics we do. So we talk more mentally stuff. So this stuff is, we've gone into a deeper and uh, self-image. If we can all remove the problem we have with our own self-image, then the goal of weight loss has way less stress on it. Like it will come and we're fine with it. We're going to live every day. We know who we are. We are going to be our full authentic selves every day, happy with who we are, joyful, making the most of the 24 hours ahead, making sure we focus on the, the relation, interpersonal relationships we have because that's what life is. And we just look at every day with a smile. And that's what we do. And that's what we can do. And I think if we do that, we don't re... The thing is, paradoxically... If you do that and you don't focus on the fat loss as much as you, ever most people do, the fat loss actually just comes off faster somehow. It just That's just what happens. You reach your goals quicker when you just stop putting so much pressure on them. The classic of this is people start dating someone else and they just go all in flat out, boom, put all this pressure on another person straight away and then straight, that's just repel someone. But if you take it slow without pressure and enjoying the moments you spend, the days, the present moment, things tend to just go the right way and they might go faster than you ever thought or whatever, do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I could go on, but I'm not because you need to go on with your day, man. I need to shut up. You go on with your day, guys. You're not morons. You're not a carrot. Well, maybe some of you have been carrots. I don't know. As Dr. Am- Amir can't go back to me. No, he hasn't. <sighs> Didn't rope in a carrot last week, guys. Sorry to say, but... Octagon details end of the week. Enjoy your day, get your one big thing done, and I'll be speaking to you tomorrow.